What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fallout Roundtable. This is a place where diverse individuals discuss various topics from the Fallout universe. Join us, the conversation has already started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Fallout Roundtable. It's me, Gingerino. I'm here with the core crew today. We got everybody. Uh, it's a modern miracle. We got Jaxus, Romer, Sassy Lady, and Mav all in the house. Say hi, everyone. Hi, hi everyone. Hi. You all have to leave now. That was the you all said the same joke at the same time. You can do yeah, so me. much better than that. I expect better from you. Anyways. Well, I mean, I waved. I waved on an audio podcast. So that's you know, like, fair. That and so, we all heard uh, you. Roman. There is video here, guys. You know, you never know. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I might actually get to the point where I edit this into something somebody might see. It's very uh, possible. It Anyways. Yeah, yeah. And I may actually get around to actually doing a YouTube channel. I you could put a picture like like uh, Gingerina did. You could do that, Matt. You could put that little picture you had on there. You not while he's driving. Let's not. I'm too. I, I'm, <laughs> He no, just woke up from a nap. It'll be like last week, driving. right into a ditch. Ah, oh, bye, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I am. Uh, I just woke up from a nap. I don't know how I would be driving in the middle of a nap. That'd be a modern miracle, right there. So today, as always, we have a very special episode for you. It seems that all of our episodes are special. I don't know if anyone's noticed that pattern, but every episode is a special episode. But it's for two special. reasons. Uh, Romer, would you like to let us know what the two great reasons for this special episode are? I'm drawing a blank on one, but I the, one the, one the is the your mi- topic. Oh, okay, all right, is... okay. I was sorry, freaked me out for two seconds. Okay, <laughs> yes, hi. Um, our we have a special guest. Uh, she is uh, a a host of many, many, many thousands of of podcasts, but mainly uh of GameStack and Games Who Game. Uh, Shaleen. Hello, hello, hello. I hope I didn't. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> hello. So I'm happy to be thousand <laughs> podcasts, man. You must be yeah. thousands is a, is an overestimation. That's just oh, how yeah. that's how valuable the shows that you participate in is like mm-hmm. a thousand podcasts, Jaylee. Yeah. So sometimes good. it feels like it's been thousands. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. I'm telling you. So, Shalene, tell us something about yourself. Uh, well, I uh, am not terribly interesting, uh, but some of you may know me from other podcasts. I've, I have done a few. Uh, I am a serial uh, quitter of podcasts. We start them and, and finish them. Uh, so I've been on Fallout Off the Record, Katie Radio, <laughs> um, That Fallout Show, and currently I am doing Game Stack, which is a general gaming podcast, and Dames Who Game. 
which is a gaming and nerd culture podcast that I host with a, a crew comprised of female presenting people. And uh, yeah, that's, that's basically name. it. I like video games and uh, I like reading books and nerdy things. And yeah, that's that's me. She says she's not an interesting person and then states, here are a thousand things that are interesting about me. <laughs> Staline, you humble person, you. See, so there, there wasn't quite exaggeration when I said thousands. So anyways, all right. So I am going to be doing the topic. And uh, basically the topic is going to be the your top three companions and why Nick Valentine is number one. So. And um, I'll just I'll just go ahead and I'll start us off. Um, I I wanted to do, I'm going to kind of do an asterisk because I uh, number three I wanted to do dog meat, but I mean there's not much character to no excuse me there's not much background to dog meat unless you want to go into conspiracies. By the way, there's something I want to tell you guys. Shalene reminded me at towards the end of the podcast, um, but uh, you know there there's not much character to. Him. I mean it's not that's not tough for him we're not much background to him and stuff so i, I didn't want to just go with him because i felt that there were other companions who were i'm just more dog meat more fleshed out there are so many incarnations of dog meat and that's the problem too yeah because you had the one wait there's one in three and four is there one in new vegas there's one in one can we no. can we just establish now it's the same dog meat in all of the games i i, like I to told think you. that it's a descendant I guess of, of dog meat. it definitely makes the backstory slightly less interesting, but it, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, you know what? it's actually good. Yeah, but the I like the idea of dog meat having descendants. <laughs> it's good. In Fallout 3, if, if dog meat dies, then you go back to Vault 101 and you pick up descendant of dog puppies. meat or son of dog meat. Yeah. Dog <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's a perk you can choose. Um, mm -hmm. In when Fallout 3 was a little newer, um, dog meat was very squishy like in in the current incarnation of fallout 3 that you play he's a tank like dog meat can just just keep on trucking take hits and keep on trucking but uh dog meat used to be the kind of companion that got breathed on and, and just dropped dead and yep. uh it, it broke my heart every time i was always reloading saves to to resurrect dog meat and they added that perk for dog meat's puppies and I was like, yeah, that'll be great. And and it was worse somehow because I was yeah. slowly committing dog genocide yeah. with these dogs. Yeah. Just there's so just a line, there's just a big container of puppies, and they're like, No, not me. She kills all of us. Yeah. I don't want to go like, next. How long it's do you think brain. that one will last? <laughs> like in Toy Story, they have the aliens in the claw. The claw, you know, it's, it's like that. I have they're been like, chosen. Oh, I've been chosen. Yeah. But really, they're going to a, a horrible, horrible fate. Except for it's the other way. It's like, no, I've been chosen. <laughs> we should uh, measure our Fallout 3 playthroughs in chapters of which dog meat number you're on. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, horrible person. Well, I, I eventually got to the point where I left my dog meat in Megaton, and he just greeted me when I would come home. <laughs> I didn't know anything about that. I just remember I got dog meat. He found me the alien blaster and like you're like the coolest dude ever and then he died and i was so mad like i like i was raging just running around, running around the cut just killing everything just because of that and i didn't I, know you and, can, yeah didn't know you can bring him back and it was just i like, did the same oh. thing i was like 
you hurt my dog. <laughs> Total John Wick. I just did what Shaylee oh. did. I just reloaded the previous save. I was like, I refuse to let my companions die. <laughs> wow. I have separation I issues. That was good. That was really good. <laughs> you didn't think I knew that, did you? Nerd cred. <laughs> now, I did go through... Um, you played one and two, right, Shalene? Did you finish one and two? Uh, I've finished one at least once. Um, I am I so proud of you because that is a hard play. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. said it with like pain and disdain in her voice. She's like, you I know, did it. I'm, a, I, I'm several years older as a result, but I did if it. If you don't have those nostalgia goggles for one and two, they can be very difficult to go back to and tactics as well. Um, yeah. A lot of people think tactics tactics is the best of the ISOs, but I, I found it the hardest to really approach. It was just, it was far less interesting to me. I tried. My son loves I really it. Did. I would love to have a remake of these games in a modern Fallout engine because the me stories too. are so well written. Yeah. The characters are funny and it's... They're hilarious, hilarious games. And I'm surprised that, that they have That's something I think that they absolutely must yeah. do, is make like, I wish someone, one yeah. and two and tactics. Nah, who cares? But they like, can make one, Skyrim one two, twenty times. They should redo those. <laughs> They're worth revisiting. They really are. I believe the mod makers are working on those, but uh, yeah, but I can't remember now for sure. Yeah, there's that too. Did see more acting jobs? Right on. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> Didn't a bunch of developers that are now under Microsoft's banner get together to create the Vault Development Studio? Maybe that has something to do with the Is remake. Because thing? I thought I, I heard know. something about that a while ago, like a long time ago. look into that. Well, I know the... Microsoft has bought a lot of studios with Fallout cred mm -hmm. that, that have that pedigree. And I, I want to see them come together and, and make a Franken Fallout that's, that's going to have yeah. the best pieces of all of those games uh we'll see we'll see if it happens um yeah. vault labs is that what you're talking about maybe it's vault labs but uh because I, I know the trouble with, is, with fallout one and two is that the people who originally made the game are now split up between like three or four different development studios so it's probably just like a licensing hell or some something like that yeah i think that's probably the problem I'm so forget, forget about forget about um i i completely just drop the name of all the all the remakes the forget knights of the republic forget um star wars um all, all those remake games just all focus on remaking fallout one and two so you know just just put put the put the focus on the important areas sorry okay well, the material's there you know they just gotta get it into the unreal engine all right so my number three companion and i i did i i went back through um, New Vegas and Fallout 3 and I kind of sat on the companions and it just none of the ones from New Vegas and Fallout 3 jumped out to me saying oh my gosh you know and stuff so yes unfortunately I'm just going to go with four did anybody catch the part where he said he sat on them and then they none of them jumped I out? know they didn't jump well I mean he sat on them they can't jump y'all are gross <laughs> so anyways um, just love that you used y'all and you're Canadian <laughs> All right, so I went with Longfellow. Um, I really enjoyed Longfellow from um, Far Harbor. He had that like old curmudgeon, you know, kind of like, fine, I'll help you, and kind of gave you attitude and stuff like that. And then to me, he, after a while, he just kind of grew on you. 
and stuff and it was just like it's like i'll stop it you know every time he'd like say something mean and grumpy to you and stuff so but uh yeah i, I really i really enjoyed longfellow and it just he was he was one of the companions that that stood out to me for that reason alone um john hancock i love the i <laughs> i love the idea of a ghoul running around wearing the you know the the i want to say a pirate but it's not quite a pirate it was uh um, it was a revolutionary like, war yeah revolutionary war outfit and stuff and it was his uh independence so to speak the neutrality you know it's like well we're not good and we're not bad we're just we're just us kind of thing and stuff that was that was the attitude that i like but um but i mean i'm gonna have to go with nick valentine as my favorite obviously um it just so much of his story i shut up uh <laughs> maverick doesn't like that so we know i know go away <laughs> But uh, uh, there's just so much, to me, it felt, he felt like like they concentrated a lot on him with his backstory and everything and stuff. And then Far Harbor extended that story on top of it. You know, like, oh, I was found in a trash can. Oh, well, we're brothers. What? You know, that kind of stuff. And just the sass that he does every time. It's like, you know, when you're, mm -hmm. when, you're <laughs> when you're around, you know, the brotherhood and stuff, they're like, oh, you're, you know, whatever. And then he was like, well, you're not a you know, you're not a piece of work yourself kind of thing and stuff. It, it was just, I love the attitude. Um, and he just had this character that just, you know, it's like, okay, I've got all these other companions. Who do I want to hang out with the most? Okay, I'm going to hang out with Nick, you know. So, and then on top of that, I would always put on the um, the Phantom, what, what um, the Phantom character. What is oh. it? The Silver Shroud. Silver Shroud. Silver Shroud, yes. I would put on the Silver Shroud outfit so we're both running around in trench coats and, and you know, so. Sweet. Uh, still, I still want, I still wanted an option to where anytime he talked while wearing the Silver Shroud outfit, it was always the, you know, the the cheesy, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. I'm the Silver Shroud. You, know? <laughs> you have a settlement that needs, no, that, that's pressing. Oh. Never mind. So, all right. So I'm done making Let's a fool out of myself. So, who would like to go next? Would you like to go, Shalene? Sure. Um, this is really, really difficult. I am someone who gets very attached to companions in video games, very deeply attached. So, narrowing it down to just three in the whole series was really difficult. Uh, but for um, an honorable mention to Raul, you had an honorable mention, so I'm going to do one too. Raul Tejada from Fallout New Vegas, uh, of course, voiced by Danny Trejo, uh, is hilarious. I love him, love his style, love his lines. Um, I, I love how he teases you about being an old man. And yeah, boss, I'll, I'll carry that. It's, it's fine. Just give it to the old man. Yeah, boss. Uh, <laughs> but my, my official number three is going to be Boone, Craig Boone from Fallout New Vegas. Uh, who, of course, is the sniper character who resides in the dinosaur in Novak. Yes, find him there. Hates Legion, loves shooting Legion. That's that's basically his entire personality. Um, and I, I just really enjoyed uh, running around the wasteland with Boone um, and wearing matching berets. It was fabulous. So, uh, And my number two is gonna be Fox from Fallout 3. Yeah, baby. 
I love Fox. I love him so much. One of the reasons that I used Fox so heavily as a companion is because he's just unstoppable. He's, he's a machine. Uh, you can't take him down. He just, he beats everything. And I, I always felt much safer wandering the capital wasteland when I had Fox with me. And I appreciate that he, he likes to read and, and he's this gentle giant and just, I love him. Um, and my number one, I, I've taken an unorthodox route with my number one, because this is not technically a companion. Uh, but my number one is going to be the uh, prototype medic power armor from uh, from Oh, Oh my gosh, I forgot all about that. And I definitely, he's not technically a companion, but he he can accompany you on your journeys. And think about that. I love that guy. Uh, The power armor, it it administers medics if you have Mm -hmm. low health. And um, he shouts at you with a drill sergeant voice. And it's just brilliant, you know. Uh, you, your health drops, he slams the medics, and he's like, get up, soldier. <laughs> he just, let's go kick some ass. Just, it's it's the funniest thing, hearing this guy shout at you, and, and it's just a voice in your head, but it, it feels like companionship, so that's I've, why I've named the prototype medic armor. My that, wow, that's good. I say really good. <laughs> Completely forgot you, about that. What it's are your three fun. favorite companions, and why is it prototype medic armor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I just changed change the title. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, um, see, I, I there's a reason why I brought her on the show, guys. She's awesome. Okay. All right. I'm done. I'm sorry. I stopped. Uh, Ginger. Let's go with Ginger. Yeah, man. You're gushing. Like, over me? Yes, I know. I know. Romer's a big fan of me. But I'm a big fan of Romer. So it's just this cycle of fandom that just keeps going and going and going. One it's day. The memes. Fan- it's the memes. Fan- it's the memes. Boys, all by themselves it's true he does do great memes okay um top and three boys. i don't have an honorable mention so i'll just start with number three number three has to be deacon from fallout four um for a number of reasons one i love his sarcastic humor and that he just trolls you by trying to convince you that he's a synth Thief. and then trying to convince you that he's not a synth and also, if you pay attention through their playthroughs, you can see him following you throughout the entire game until you actually meet him. Yeah. He stalks you. <laughs> I, I so love that. And that's just... You stole one of mine. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Get and then every time you turn around, clothes. he's like naked somewhere. I know. <laughs> I, I know. And then when you, like, you use vats and you find out that he's here, who's this deacon guy following <laughs> me around? He's, just, he's always got the sunglasses, but he's just wearing a different outfit. Yeah, really right. conspicuous. I don't know, and I, but I love his sarcastic attitude. I, whenever I have companions in a game, I usually like the ones that are funny and entertaining. That's my favorite thing. That's one of my favorite things about companions in games. So Deacon is number three. Do you mind if I interrupt to tell a Deacon story? Please tell me mm-hmm. a Deacon story. I had the best Deacon glitch, guys, on, on my first playthrough of Fallout 4. Um, I was going through, I think it was the Institute. Uh, it was like one of the end battles and uh throughout this entire thing deacon was just planking on the floor just flat on the floor (laughs) and he followed me just kind of slithering around on the floor behind me through this whole mission it was like an hour-long mission 
and it didn't matter going through loading screens or whatever. He stayed on the ground and he kept changing clothes. He kept delivering his dialogue. Everything was the same. And at the end, he gives that speech about like some dusty old philosopher once said that uh, people are made of metals. And you he does it on the ground? Are solid gold. And he's flat on the ground <laughs> doing this speech. <laughs> oh my God. That's ridiculous. Oh, I was <laughs> crying. God. I was crying. Oh, oh, no. Classic Deacon, you know? That's just, that's that guy. Okay. Maybe he's my number sidebar. one after all. No, I, I love it. That's so good. Oh, it was a you know what i'm thinking of deacon now and it, the first playthrough was a tragic one i had so many bethesda bugs in fallout 4 that i couldn't complete the brotherhood or the minutemen or the railroad missions so i had to align with the institute which means deacon hated me by the end of the game so I, was, I was very sad about that but that's okay you know i got what x688 what a guy <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so I can add one little small thing. There is actually the guy who does the voice for um, the character of Deacon also does a cameo in one of Preston Harden's um, little shows. There, you know, uh, why is my brain shutting off? Help me out here, sassy. Name of his show, Preston Harden. No, let him flounder. Oh, Chronicle. Preston, uh, you're talking about um, True Bunny Vault and... Escapades. Thank you. Yeah, True Vault. Yeah, True Vault is a cameo in True Vault Escapades, like in one of the shows there. So if you find out who that is, you can go ahead and go over there and check. It's kind of cool. Heck yeah. That, that was my one thing about Deacon that I didn't get to share because Deacon was one of mine too. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can give your reasons later. You don't have to. I mean, there's back. there's six of us and we're each picking three. That's 18. There's We're definitely going to have overlap. It's not impossible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's already um, happened. That's right. I, I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still supposed to be doing this list. Okay, number two. My second favorite is Kate from Fallout 4 for completely different reasons. Uh, one, she's an asshole, uh, but that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, but for the second reason I, I really like Kate from Fallout 4 is that I was really into her storyline, and I really liked her journey from how you meet her and talk with her to the ending of however you choose the ending of her side quest story. I just, I really, I don't know, it hit me. It, it felt an emotional reaction to that quest line. And I really resonated with the character. And when something like that happens in a game, you know, that's, it stands out. And so Kate, it has to be one of my favorite companions in a game just from the story mm -hmm. that I experienced with it. Also, the accent is pretty great. The accent <laughs> is really good. What's really, what's really funny is that if, um, my first playthrough, I had um, Piper. That's eh, just funny. Uh, Piper was my companion, ended up having a relationship with Piper, and then we did Kate's story. And at the end of it, after you, you know, after you complete her backstory and everything stuff like that, she's a third. She's just like, so well, I know you're with, I know you're with Piper, but if Piper's up to it, we could always all three of us do something. And I was like, what? Yeah, that sounds like <laughs> uh -huh. something Kate would definitely say. Uh huh. I was just like, I was not expecting that. I for sure shipped with Kate in just, like, I kept it just Kate time. It was a great time. Kate time? Yeah, man. <laughs> um, and so for my favorite character, it's kind of a mixture of two and three in terms of what I like from each of them. My number one favorite companion in all of Fallout is journeyman scribe Veronica Rena Santangelo. Excellent choice. Thank ah. you. Yeah, that's right. She is the Brotherhood of Steel scribe from Fallout New Vegas. Oh, and right. I 
love her wit. Like the things that she says in that game is just hilarious to me. And even the whole thing with like her wanting to have a dress. Like, I just, I don't know why, like, I felt that she was a real character. Like I, the voice actor just must've done a great job. Like I felt, I, I really resonated with her story. I felt like I actually got to know her a little bit over time. And I felt my character really connected with hers. And I also just thought it was hilarious. Like when you first decide to hire her on, her quote is, well, thanks for taking a chance on a naive young girl from California with stars in her eyes and a pneumatic gauntlet in her hand. And I'm just like, that's my girl. That's the kind of person I want following around who says shit like that. Or great, thanks, thank you. I'll encourage people not to name their non-ugly children after you. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) So um, it's just, it's the mix of hilarious quotes, but also a genuinely good side quest and story that goes along with it. So Veronica is my favorite. Sorry, journeyman scribe, Veronica Renata Santangelo. Well, thank you, Ginger. That was awesome. That was really good. Thank you. All right. So I guess we'll go with Maverick if he's awake. Crickets. Maverick. Okay. Uh, Jackson. Maverick. Maverick. Wake up. Am I here? Can anyone hear me? Oh, okay. We can hear you now. Okay. Well, I wasn't talking. (laughs) Well, I was doing. um, I thought Maverick was going. No. He's supposed to. I we can't hear. How bad is my voice right now? We, we can you're, hear you you're just fine right good. now. You're good. We okay. just need you to speak. Yeah, man, you're clear. All right. Cool, because I because I have my phone in like a really you, you know sometimes when you're in the middle of the desert and you can't get a phone signal, and you have to no. put it in like a precarious position. I, I'm doing a workout during this. Uh, I'm my arms having a workout during this, so just want to let you guys know. All right, so your companions. My companion, my top three. Yay! So my top three are as followed. Uh, It's mostly going to be from Fallout 4. I don't usually play with companions in Fallout 3 because I just get them killed, and then I'd be like, that was useless. Um, So my my top three. uh, So number one, my, my my favorite one is Preston Garvey. Even though I absolutely hate the character because he he won't shut up. Oh, really? Um, Who are you and what have you done with Maverick? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, as much crap as he talks about Preston, I'm shocked about this. Okay, all right. Never it's, let it, them know you're not. No, next no move. The, 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 the you need the, to you need to explain, sir. The, com- <laughs> the companion. I like I like the companion side of him. I don't like how he just gives you radio quests all the time and just does not. Be quiet. So he's cool once he finally gets because to the I'm romantic side guy. of him. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I have played. I have played a playthrough where my character is gay. I don't care who knows. I have done it. And you love how Preston calls you babe. Why not? It's hey, babe, mom, babe, <laughs> babe. He calls you babe all the time. <laughs> yes, and and I've also done a fe- female playthrough because I'm like, why not? All right, we'll be right back after this break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a 
happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Friendly reminder, board game Tuesdays are no laughing matter. Welcome back, everyone. Back to the show. Uh, my second one is, um, wow, I actually thought really hard. Uh, I'd probably also go with Kate because she's this, that type of person because I, because I only did, she was only one of my companions once, but that was probably the most fun I ever had. Who doesn't love a feisty Scottish gal with a shotgun? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, What what could be better? And my third one was Piper. Again, I've only played as her because I like, yeah, I don't I usually go head first into every situation ever, go guns a blazing and everything, and then I u- usually get scolded by my companion, being like, "Why did you do that?" So I don't. I usually just take dog meat because because dog meat doesn't judge. <laughs> well, he just can't speak English, so he's <laughs> he's just internally yeah. telling you son of a bitch. <laughs> Probably judging, but, but we can't. I think if any companion judges, it's going to be dog meat. It's just silently. Silently judging us. It's, it's just a lot of brooding, a lot of sniffling on the ground. Going, you know, what is this? What is this jerk bringing me to? What's really funny is, um, I would, you know, I, I took different companions in Fallout Four, and and for whatever reason, I whenever I would take Kate, she would do more of the, you know, the the close combat, like over the shoulder flip of the opponents and stuff, more than anybody else for whatever reason. And it was just like left and right. She's just like, I noticed that like, too. What are you yeah, doing? I'm like, wow. Yeah, it's got to be her background, right? As a cage fighter coming out. True. That's true. I just found it interesting that true. it was like, like the guys, they, they wouldn't do a lot of like combat throws, but she was just like, you know, it's like you're, you're in arm's reach. You're getting flipped, you know? That's at least that's the way it felt sometimes. All right. Thank sometimes, you, Maverick. Sometimes I, yeah, sometimes I wish our character could do a combat flip. Cause that'd be cool. Just in in the first person, see see the anime the motion. But that's just me. All right. Thank you very much, Maverick. All right. So, Jaxus, what? Uh, your top three. Oh, okay. Um. So everybody's pretty much mentioned my top three and their top three, but <laughs> go ahead and go through it anyway. Um. So one of my number one favorites was actually Piper Wright because I love her attitude and her spunkiness. I thought she was really cool to hang out with, and she's got some of the coolest quotes. I mean, just uh, I was sitting here reading through a few of them. And said, I like my pistols like I like my comp- my company higher caliber. You know, it just the yeah. the things she would say is so simple, and then it'd be like, I wonder if this is normal for other uh, journalists. You know, it, you don't know what she's referring to, but the innuendo is there. You know what I mean? Um, the things I'll do for a headline. It just it, each one of her little quotes, just put in the right perspective in the right situation, just was too funny. And then, uh, so my second one was John Hancock, and for the same reasons, because I love the stuff that comes out of their mouths. You know, it just. 
I didn't expect certain things to come popping out of their mouths. What, what kind of settlement <laughs> Dude, requires funny. a test for entry? You know, and <laughs> <laughs> I just each one of the things that they would say kind of just and it seemed like they always came out at the right moments. Like you'd be walking into a certain area and then it'd be like, or that kind of bull is the reason I became mayor in the first place. He would walk into a certain situation. He would say that exact quote right at the right moment. Like, you know, somebody would be shot in the head or something, you know, and he would pull that in there. I love, yeah. I love the first time you ever meet Hancock. He makes his oh, presence yeah. known. Like, all yeah, right. No kidding, right? There's no wondering what this guy is. Yeah, he makes companion his intros in the series. Right? Oh, okay. man. Awesome. Yeah, welcome to my town, and um, I quit. <laughs> this guy is on my team for sure. <laughs> and then, of course, my last one was Deacon. And that, again, it's because they're quotes, man. Their quotes are just funny. Insert something Shakespearean involving death and your inevitable doom here. Funny. Oh, man. Oh, Deacon's so good. I might, I might <laughs> yeah. bump him up to number two or number one. He's so good. Well, it just, and, and then like the, the following you around in the different outfits and stuff, just too much fun. You know, and if you're actually paying attention and you're sitting there shooting and playing the game and you see him like just chilling, watching you, it's creepy as hell, but it's still funny, especially after you mm -hmm. get to know who he is, you know. But yeah, no, to me, Deacon was just too cool. To me, he was the guy too cool for school, the sunglasses and the bald head, you know, it was just cool. I even made myself halfway that way, you know. But yeah, I thought it was pretty awesome. I like Deacon, I like Hancock, and I like Piper. And you know what? I, Yes, I like Nick Valentine. I thought he was a cool character. I liked his quotes. I liked how he hung out with you. Is he my number one? No. But is he as cool as prototype medic armor? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think anyone is. I, was, I still <laughs> love that she pulled that out of left field, by the way. That's great. I, it's uh, the I best, do, though. Be it just it makes me laugh so much. Get up, soldier. <laughs> <laughs> In the, I play a lot of Fallout 76 nowadays, and uh, I play with the uh, Archon. And uh, every time that he comes to stim pack me, if I get down, he he does a prototype medic armor quote. So that's awesome. <laughs> now, see my favorite my favorite companion in that game, which isn't really companions, but yeah, Beckett. I like to hang out with Beckett. I got his bar. Am I already you know, drunk? I spend all <laughs> yeah. my time with Mergle. Does anyone know who Mergle is? Mergle cat. Thank you. Oh man, love Mergle. Every every account, I set my camp up at that place, and I'm like, "Welcome to Mergle's Coffee Shop in the middle yeah. of the ash heap." I get so mad when I go so up there, bad. and it's like Mergle's dead. Yeah, you know what? I've killed Mergle so many times, he comes back. So don't worry about it. You need free hateful. cat meat. Mergle's there for you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just like dressing like Beckett up. Yeah, I put like a little boiler hat on him and some glasses, and the like pants with the suspenders and his bar. So. <gasps> Dude, you you haven't even. So my Beckett at my bar looks like David from Schitt's Creek. Oh no, kidding. I put the black I see pompadour, that. put the pompadour on the him, way the Lord intended, and he looks just like you, David. <laughs> it's great. And well, some of his mannerisms, dude, are totally fake uh -huh. too. Oh yeah. Oh my god, because Beckett is so like which I was like, the wind blows. Oh my god, it's David. <laughs> Yeah, I have a picture of it on Twitter somewhere. I was like, ooh, David. <laughs> that is too funny. All right. Thank you very much, Jaxus. So we saved the best for last. Sassy, your list, well, you please. get a twofer from me because I have an email from a, a dear listener. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> yes. 
We have a, a fan. So I'll, I'll, I'll read his first. Yes, we have um, a fan. No, well, a fan who bothered to actually email. So everybody else was uh, apparently too busy. So what I have on this list, actually, he gave two. Um, the first one is his just the Fallout 4 list. And his number three was McCready. His number two was Valentine. Close, but not number one. And his number one is Curie. He says, how is that not one of the best Damn quests it. ever? Which is true. Oh, that's Curie. I forgot about Curie. Son of a... I have to start over. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did think about Curie because, um, you know, being, being a scientist and her being a scientist, it was kind of cool to, like, you know, do her quest. And I really got into her quest line with, um, you know, the whole I want to be a real girl Pinocchio thing was kind of neat. Um, that was the best damn quest in the whole game. I'm sorry. I love that quest line. It really was. Good. How did I? I'm, I feel like I've committed a sin oh, by forgetting God. Curie. Like that's, oh, that was so good. So we also have the quick list of best followers apparently throughout the games. And we got number three for Fox because uh, Strong totally felt like a ripoff of Fox. I'm not sure. Oh, Strong totally felt like a ripoff of Fox. Strong was like if you ordered Fox from Wish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so, so, yeah. so appropriate oh, in was, so many yeah. weird and bad ways. Shailene, um, <laughs> you just quoted our first t-shirt that we'll make one day. <laughs> No, there are many we're going to make, but we're definitely going to make that one. That's good. <laughs> I'm so uh, Number two, yeah, he's right on He's right on level with you guys, Veronica Santangelo, or however you're supposed to say that, that I'm probably Journey not saying Journeyman right. Veronica Renata Thank Santangelo. Or, Thank you. Jello? No, not You Jello. did it. Jello, yes. Yeah, Jello. <laughs> Veronica Jello. And then again, number one was Curie. Apparently he's stuck on Curie being number one. So... That was our listener's choice. And one of these days we'll have our, um, we'll have a, 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 he'll have them on as a guest. I'm all of a sudden befuddled with words. So my list, um, this is very hard. This is very hard. And I also did not use a lot of companions um, in Fallout 3. And again, have not finished New Vegas. So can't really say I've done that. Um, so mine are coming from four. This is hard because I played with them all and I played with them all until I got my max perks. And I, you know, I, same as Shaleen. I mean, I, I fall in love with my, my characters, my companions, and I loved all their little backstories and their redemption quests and everything. I think my, I think my uh, honorable mention is going to go to Hancock because Hancock's just cool. And he probably would tie somewhere in my list so he's, he'll get my honorable mention. Uh, my number three is Kate, because Kate's a badass. And, um, you know, she just has that devil may care, I don't give a crap attitude. But I also love the fact that um, she wanted to be a better person. And she wanted to redeem herself. So Kate, Kate's number three. Um, I, nobody has really said that. Oh, well, our dear listener. McCready was my number two. Um, yeah, Matt Mercer. Love McCready. In my in my playthrough, because I played the female character, of course, and you know, in my playthrough, and I do a lot of like digging in and role playing when I play my characters because I am I become them. <laughs> um, I'm looking for my son, right? And 
I Dawn am is a very... method actor, that's for sure. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> she and goes and lives emotional. out in her backyard when she plays Fallout. I do, I do. <laughs> so I'm very emotional. I'm looking for my son, although shamefully heavy to find my son. <laughs> Did you find him? How many playthroughs of Fallout 4 and I haven't? Been? You I've still haven't? He was the only no. person I was allowed to find. Well, see, but I, I've done everything except find my son. It's okay. It's very underwhelming. Next... That'll be, I know, and that's why I have. And he turns out to like, be a dick. Eh. He's kind I of know. a dick. I'm just like, eh. So I just, I do everything else because they're better. Um, so yeah, because I'm, I'm on this, you know, I have to find my son, and you know, McCready has a very similar story. You know, he's also trying to save his son, and so I bonded with him, you know, over this fact that we both have children that we need to save, and so he, uh, he's obviously my replacement husband boyfriend whatever in the game so i spend most of my time with mccready when i'm not running around with my number one nick valentine valentine reminds me of like my dad no kidding no lie i mean my dad has that kind of like sarcastic streak that dry sense of humor that you know devil may care whatever and he's, he's you know, always has synth, like right you know sometimes i wonder <laughs> i mean you should see the dude is he if he's like working around the house or something and he's like lifting stuff and he's heavy and dude's in his 70s and he's just like like the energizer bunny just goes and i'm like you know there are guys in their 50s who would be like i can't do this it's too hard so just yeah he might a be series a of characters and see if he just shuts down <laughs> temporary for a while <laughs> no i don't want to do that to my dad <laughs> he'll be okay so... if he's a synth he'll be fine <laughs> he'll be fine so yeah valentine kind of like you know, made me, he makes me feel like I'm safe, like I'm hanging out with my dad, you know, and I love the whole um, old Chicago uh, noir detective um, feel that he has. I I love that whole backstory, the whole way he talks, that whole, you know, uh, gangster, you know, Chicago crime, you know, uh, boss deal, you know, with him. I love that whole storyline and everything. And, you know, I usually hang out with Valentine quite a bit, actually, because I don't know, I just feel like no stress. And so, yeah, I, I have to say that Valentine is my number one. So there you go, Romer, you got it. <laughs> one out of three, or no, one out of out two of out six. of six. Sorry. How I, serendipitous yeah. <laughs> that we ended with Nick Valentine, given the title of this episode. No kidding, right? Woo! Uh, speaking of which, guys, um, I am going to jump in for a second here, and I'm going to take a moment to thank all of our listeners, because we kind of, we rolled on past, and uh, I'm going to put a little mid-break in there, so when you guys are listening right now, which is like later on for you guys, instead of like right now that it is for me, um, (laughs) there'll be a break in there somewhere where we just stop for a second, and we'll just say something witty, or I don't know, I'll figure it out, but uh, for right now, I'm going to go ahead and say thank you, everybody, for like listening to us, and if you could, like, subscribe, follow, you know, do all that fun stuff to help our algorithm to make us actually get noticed out there. That'd be awesome sauce. Uh, you can go to Twitter at FalloutRTV, or you can also send us an email at Fallout, uh, excuse me, uh, yeah, FalloutRTV at gmail.com. And you can give us some comments about how you like the show and how you loved our wonderful guest. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for showing up to the show. It's Shailene. Did I say it right? I'm really Shailene? happy to be here. Thank you for including me. Absolutely. It was so wonderful to have you here, and uh, it's a pleasure to have you in the show. So if you guys enjoyed yourselves and you want to see something more, um, did we already come up with a, a, a show? We have. We have? I have. I think okay. we did, but I don't remember what it's talking about. Okay, so whoever figured um, it out, spit it out. 
uh, we, I will be talking with a guest and we are talking about a uh, Fallout 76 role play group and how they got started and what they do oh, in Fallout right. 76. Uh, the Brotherhood of Steel. Steel, the one I'm in, is it? That would be that's weird. Not, if, if that's they were not the I don't erotic know role if it's. Role. I don't know if it's in yours. No, it's not erotic. <laughs> just want to make sure. I don't. Well, think silent. I don't I'm I sorry if I didn't invite you to the show, the man. This yet, person but... beat us to it. I guess I don't know. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, you know how that would be to try to explain that to your paladin. Anyway, um, so guys, yeah, so yeah, please send us emails and all that good stuff. And yeah, there we go. And I'm mm. gonna turn it back over to Romer. And uh, give him a show back because I did just wanted to make sure we went in there and said hello to everybody and thank you and you know hugs and kisses and all right thank you we love our listeners <laughs> yeah hey did we get our OnlyFans set up yet that was your job oh, you yeah, have one right. job we do. don't have OnlyFans <laughs> yeah, you do the OnlyFans and Maverick's supposed to get me the YouTube going so well, that's that why could, we don't have one. I could put our little video commercial that I created on there I thought that was so much fun I I, I figured yes. out uh, video editing finally and our so Instagram I I'm, I'm working on our Instagram oh you can stick it on there Shaleen did have something extra she wanted to add Please. so we're talking about follow-up companions and uh there's one that I don't know if you guys know about uh, from the ISOs, there is actually a Deathclaw companion that you can Intelligent get. Deathclaw. Yes, his name is Goris. Uh, I want to say Goris. he's in Fallout 2? I think he's in 2. Uh, but he's an intelligent albino Deathclaw, and he goes around wearing a robe to try and like hide that he's a Deathclaw. And whenever you have combat, he dramatically throws off his, his robe, and it's it's the funniest thing. It's just oh, come so he's like a lizard flashing. It is that's so cool. funny. He really just reveals himself that I am a killer death claw. He's brilliant. So I just wanted that? to mention that Goris exists. That's can awesome. you imagine that in, in the current games? You know, it's <laughs> like you got this giant rogue fear, and all of a sudden it's just like shoot, you know, very anime style. The rogue comes off. It's like <laughs> right. it's a death claw. And like people, you know the you know, saddest thing is I did off. an audition to play Goris in a uh, in a show and I didn't even put two and two together <laughs> seriously I actually I, like, like I'm uh, yeah okay. I have said that yeah, you sound totally like wrong. an albino death claw before so that's weird how that worked out <laughs> and, I, mean, I barely had to modulate my voice really it just so now I have to update my list it. again guys I have a completely different list now by the end of this episode than when I started Aww. okay now um there was something else um Shaleen, I, I I sent the link to our our podcast to Shaleen. She listened to a couple episodes and she listened to the conspiracy one and she brought up a consp she brought up something to add to one of the conspiracies. Yes. About the mannequins. Do you want to <gasps> share that with the group? Oh, the mannequins. Yes. So you guys were talking about the mannequins and how spooky they are and how they just kind of pop up. Well, um, a few days ago I was I was playing 76 with Archon and uh, he pointed out to me that when you take Barry Mintats, Barry Mintats has the effect of revealing yes. living enemies. They also include the, the mannequins. Yep. So. I've noticed that. <laughs> that is creepy. What? Yeah. So that was in 76, not in 4? That was in 76. It's in 76 oh. where it makes, yeah. yeah. So all the living enemies have that pink aura and mannequins have it. What? It's yeah. so trippy. Because it's, it'll be like in your camp if you have mannequins in your camp. Okay, so that's either got to be a coding thing or... Or there's a thing. 
there's a with thing. mannequins. Totally a thing. <laughs> oh my god. I goodness. have noticed that before and I totally forgot about it. Mannequins are actually they're the observers. They're what this is they're all alive. one giant fault experiment. There is nothing everything in his experiment. I'm telling they're you, the it's the institute. It's the institute. Oh, it's aliens. Well, probably as aliens. We already know they've been coming. Yeah. They've already revealed themselves in 76. They have a like times. a whole thing in 76 on the no, end. Maybe so it's we, angels. It's I don't want to get into how much they made me mad every time I tried to go to the train yard and sell my stuff and they shot me. I hate the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I, I decided right. to, I decided to push through that bug that I've been having in Fallout 76 where the scorched keeps popping up whenever I logged in. Oh, yeah, right. And I finally beat them. I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe I'll get back into Fallout 76. And then an alien came out of nowhere and beat me to <laughs> fucking death. And I was like, I'm not playing this game for months ever again. Oh my god. All you have to do is play with us. He always plays by himself. And then we'll get on well, we'll be, he, playing all day. It's because y'all are on PC. I play he on console. Play on PC. Get over Sorry it. for your inferior life. <laughs> oh, not console wars. <laughs> I I won't participate. It's Platform like wars. All right, guys. Well, um, that was a show. Uh, it was enjoyable and I yeah I I don't regret my list but I I do I, I now that I think about it I think there would definitely be some revisions. I think on, all on of us regret not having prototype medic armor on our list now that no, we're for heard. sure. <laughs> I did forget about Longfellow. No, Longfellow was a good one. Longfellow is so good. I love old Longfellow. Yeah. Get off my nun. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, um, I think unless anyone else has got anything going on, so Shaleen, would you like to plug something? Uh, listen to GameStack, everybody. Uh, listen to GameStack. Check out Games Who Game. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, you'll probably also enjoy GameStack. It'd be great. Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, we're on all the typical platforms, Apple, Google, um, Spotify, just wherever fine podcasts are given. Hey, um, I just, I, I want to share something. Um, my all-time favorite moment from the game stack was uh the naked rick episode oh that was so good so if i good. okay if I, I think if i remember correctly it had to in, involve fallout nuclear no no, no 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 so we were playing PUBG very heavily oh that's right at that yeah, time yes. that was when PUBG was was not a full release game yet it just had the one map and it was a total disaster there were staircases to nowhere. You could just change your clothes in the middle of the match. It was it was wild times. It was the Wild West in PUBG. And we played so much PUBG. And uh, I am not fantastic at PvP. That's It's not my thing. Um, so Rick, one of our co-hosts, would basically kind of backpack us through this. And uh, my other co-host, Bender, is also pretty good at, at PvP. But um, I was basically the morale officer. So we're playing this one match of, of, of PUBG and we get very close to the end. The circle is very small and everyone's dead except for me on the team. So I'm the only one left alive. I'm hiding in a bush. The circle is tiny. The circle is, is just basically this bush that I'm in and this rock and uh, two other players. And uh, Rick says... If you win this thing, I'm going to do the next podcast naked. 
And uh, the next thing you know, <laughs> I am the champion of, of PUBG because they have killed each other. And I got a pacifist PUBG chicken dinner. <laughs> Having uh, killed no one, I just survived. <laughs> I knew that push. <laughs> and uh, and Rick made good on his on his uh, on his boast, and he did the next podcast naked, and we all opened up eating buckets of of chicken. Buckets uh, of chicken, and he ate his chicken naked. I did. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, he, wow. And we commit to a bit on Game Stack. Sometimes it's to our detriment, but we commit. And he did that whole episode naked. Is this a video thing? Uh, there is a video <laughs> available on YouTube. Um, did he do yes. the It got taken down for for <laughs> obvious reasons. Didn't he like 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 hold a, a towel like just right and stuff? You know, so, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had to show the bump. <laughs> Rick is amazing. He's he's the best. But uh, I think that was maybe episode four of GameStack. So if you want to check out the early episodes. You can find that on our YouTube at youtube.com slash we just love games. That's so great delightful. show. Lots of fun. Um, especially when Rick is is killing cats in, in Fallout games. So that's a whole different story. We won't go down that road. <laughs> killing but, cats? Uh, I missed something? It's oh. during they their early shows, Rick would be playing one of the Fallout games and Schling would be kind of doing the hosting thing and stuff. So you could hear the hear the stuff going on in the background. And something happened, and he killed a cat. And he got so much grief over the killing of the cat. Yeah. Just, yeah. Off the record was was this whole thing. It was it hit at just the right moment, and we had a, a lot of of people writing in and and commenting and stuff, and they just raked him over the coals for killing Maisie the cat. Took it just a little it bit was... too seriously. <laughs> yes, it was it was funny. Uh, you know, I have to say, I like the whole pink powder coat of the, you know, guy behind you there. I think with the little yeah, shiny this bits is actually. Um, so we've got uh, in my Zoom background. It's just a, a very sparkly pink power armor suit, and this is powder actually coat. how I how I met uh, one of my other co-hosts, Vendertron. Uh, he was a listener to to some of those old podcasts, and. Uh, we I had made a joke about wanting glittery power armor, and he photoshopped this for me. <laughs> that was awesome sauce. Yeah. Now he's one of my best friends in the world. Another Canadian too. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So that? now you got. Oh, I must you, know. Him. You got a Canadian that does powder powder armor, power armor, then powder coat, and then you got another one that makes his own beards out of what looks like a mop, maybe, maybe a mop, Darn. something. Looks. It's all natural, baby. Oh yeah, a natural mop. <laughs> a natural mop that grows off of my face. It's uh, oddly not the same color as your hair. I know it's weird. <laughs> I have a question to ask our guest. Go ahead. Of course. What have you been playing lately? Mm, lately, lots of seventy-six. Um, I checked out uh, the new Turtles game. Uh, what's it called? Shredder's Revenge. Yeah, oh, man, classic so brawler, eh? Yes, I hadn't played that style of game in absolutely ages, and I loved it. I loved it. The old school boss fights, the soundtrack. I was chasing a 
a monster truck on a hoverboard as April O'Neil <laughs> hitting ninjas oh, with a microphone stand. Forget about it. It was oh, dude, brilliant. So good. I love how my favorite thing in that game is when you're going around, the ninjas will be like sitting on a bench reading a newspaper, like you can't yes! see me. They're so <laughs> like, chill. And they're like, oh, okay. It's the best. And really good multiplayer. I don't know if you've tried that. Like having people on, it plays so well with a group. You can yeah. high five each other to give your health away to your friend or something like that it's oh that's brilliant i haven't oh. played it multiplayer yet so i'm definitely gonna have to check i didn't out. have much of a choice but it was it was fun yeah yeah Shredder's and Revenge. i downloaded the cat game so i'm looking oh, forward to that but i you're gonna love it it's mm-hmm. so good yes i hear it has a dedicated meow button so yeah yeah and there's a trophy for, for meowing 500 times i basically got <laughs> it within the first 10 minutes <laughs> i i can meow that's all i'm doing now <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like Gingerino to me. Oh, boy. Yeah, my man. No, right. You'll like it, Shailene. It's a great game. Yeah, looking forward to it. It's just I've been really busy at work, so. Darn. It's a short one, though. So I, if you, you, honestly, there's, a, there's an achievement for beating it in two hours. So if you oh, speed wow. run it, you can do it. Don't, I don't recommend doing it. Soak in the world. The world is really oh, yeah. good. Writing is excellent, too. I got so many backlog. It's not even funny at this point. But. Right. right the well, stack is, is real. Yes. <laughs> Well, Shalane, thank you very much. It's an honor to finally meet you. I've listened to you in my truck for hours on end, you and and Rick and uh, Vendertron and stuff. So, but uh, thank you very much for being on our show. I'm pleased um, to meet you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Come again. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, I am Romer and the rest of the crew, Maverick, Dindrino, Sassy, and Jaxus. Uh, go ahead and say goodbye. 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 Hello. Have you sly bugger. All right, guys. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Hi, I'm Aaron. And I'm Ariel. And we're the hosts of the Legend of Zelda Lorecast, podcast about all things Legend of Zelda, from Errol to Zora. And all the fun things in between. If you're ready to dive deep and learn more about the Legend of Zelda lore and everything surrounding it, come join us on the Legend of Zelda Lorecast. You can find us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever else you get your podcasts. We hope to see you soon.